0: All right, um, so my book was Catching the Wolf of Wall Street, part two. Um, so this was just a um, tag along to the first book. Just because there's so much detail in it, he had to make two books. Um, well, two parts of it is what I'm reading. Um, so, sorry, I'm getting some stuff done from my room before I start. So, basically how it starts Is they already have Jordan Belfort nailed down. They already found out all the stuff that he did. They already got him, uh, prosecuted. I don't think that's the right word. Um, they got his trials and stuff set up. So, while the FBI is trying to nail him down like this, they're also trying to work with him, if that makes sense. Um, so, he is being very, um working with them, I guess is the best word I can use off the top of my head, um, and very complying, so, like, um, with Belfort, he has a bunch of connections, and so one of his friends um, who left NYPD and became a, um, he went on both sides of the law, so, like, on the good side and the bad side of the mobsters and stuff. He started his own business, and the FBI was trying to look into it. And that's, that's one of Belfort's best friends. His name's Bo. And OCD, who is a uh, FBI agent, he um, is trying to get Bo, just to get some information off Bo, and trying to get Bo to admit some illegal stuff that he did. And along with that, they were asking him, Belfort, and they said like, that he did. Alright, sorry for the slight break. I had to go eat dinner. Um, so... I believe back to what I was saying was they were just trying to get Bo to kinda admit to some of the things that he did and and saying like, Oh well I did this and that was and the FBI is trying to see if he did anything illegal. So what they did was they asked Jordan Belfort to go to a diner and um get wired up. So I mean just get putting wires on so they can listen and hear like what they're saying and record it all. And so they did. And they get to the restaurant. And they get to talking. Because um, Bo is also Jordan Belfort's um, AA sponsor. For, like drugs and alcohol. That kind of stuff. So after they went to the diner and stuff, they. Um, Belfort just realizes what he's doing is not right. Because he had known Bo for just such a long time. That it's just, it just doesn't seem right, and how Bo's helped him with so much that just does not seem right at all. So, what Belfort does is he goes, I'm going to use the bathroom. And he grabs a pen from a waitress, and he went to the bathroom. And he wrote on a napkin, and he said, I'm wired up. Don't incriminate yourself. And with him saying that, he slips it to Bo, and Bo takes it, 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 he looks shocked by it, and then after um, talking, I got, they just talked, and he ended up not incriminating himself at all, but it, after they left, they talked about everything that was going on, and after they left, um, the FBI ended up finding that note, and Belford had known, like, something could possibly happen. Because if they found out that he had that Belford had told Bo about him being wired up and like that guy being able, being able to hear what Bo was saying, if Belford had told them about that, they were going to send him to jail for three years, like thirty years, no bail, nothing like that. And so he was trying to be secretive, and he was taking a big risk, and. So, he, that was a risk he took, just because a bone was being, was such a close friend to him. And, Belford ended up getting caught. And, he had been, so the FBI ended up showing up at his house and arresting him, after they pulled the note from the trash can. Which, I don't know why he put it in the trash can, he should have just, like, ate it. I don't know not know like he been eating a piece of paper. But, anything not to get caught, you know. But, um, they found the note, they showed it to him saying, This was what you wrote, and we know about it. And that's how Belfort got caught with that. So then, from there, Belfort had gone on, and he saw trial, but he had helped with so many other cases, like figuring out a bunch of different crimes, and sending a bunch of other, like snitching and sending a bunch of other people to jail. That 30 years was actually just, um, it was actually just three years. And he ended up pretty much getting off the hook within that next three years. And so, but in that time that he was in prison, um, he had realized that not everything was about the money. And I, am like, Belford had sworn off the drugs, um, sworn off the alcohol, um, because he kind of had to. Because in prison, you're not really able to have any of that type of stuff, really. So, he didn't have any of it, and it helped his life out a lot. So, he gets out of jail about three years later, and in his time in jail, he realized that not everything is about money. And he forgot he was rich for a while, too. And he realized in prison, anything is for sale. And he's a great salesman, so he hadn't done all that stuff. And he had gotten really good at it, and then after he got out three years later... I think it was, like, roughly, like, 2005-ish. Um, and he had started not his own business, but he had just started teaching people the ways of trading, the way of selling stocks, legally, of course. This time, he kind of had to do it legally. Um, and after showing that to them, like, after doing all that, uh, he ended up getting a lot more money back, even though he had to pay a lot to the U.S. government just because how much he stole, um, uh, he still has a pretty, what like, pretty hefty net worth, and I mean, he's a free man now. He has a podcast. Um, he has obviously a movie. Um, he has multiple books, uh, class that you can pay for and listen to and learn. <clears throat> Other than that, his life is doing a lot better than it used to be. Mine just, like, has no drugs, none of that stuff. And that's pretty much how this whole part went, that I can keep cat friendly, so yeah.